through 30 plus years of highs and lows, the twists and turns, and those classic bazooka swerves. This is the Strictly Sonic Show with CD-ROM 1019. Today's episode, Sonic Unleashed, Disc 3. Hello and happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Strictly Sonic Show. I'm your host, that dude with the Chaos Emerald City, around 1019, and baby... I was born this way. Ooh, week three, everybody. Week three of Sonic Unleashed. And looking through the track list, there's still some really cool stuff up ahead today. It's all going to go pretty quick, though, so make sure you've got your listening ears on. Uh, and as always, if you haven't already, join that Discord channel, Discord uh, radiose.ga slash Discord to talk to me about all things Sonic Unleashed as we close out our three-week retrospective on this fantastic game. Uh, I mean, opinions pending. Uh, so, yeah, we're covering the third disc today. I don't have a lot to say. I'm a little burned out but because uh, I got home later from work than I wanted to, but I'm on vacation starting right now, so let's have some fun. Uh, let's see. Let me bring up the track list, and I suppose we'll get right into the swing of things. So, 30 tracks on this disc. That means another six, or another five breaks of six, I guess, just to keep the show moving along. Let's play them in, uh, soundtrack order. These are not alphabetized. There we go. That goes there. That goes there. That goes there. Am I reading this right? Night? Night? Oh, right. Okay. Uh, yep. And then... That goes... Oh, there we go. <laughs> Missing track. Okay. Your first... Wait. No, five breaks is six. Right. So there's one more. That would be... This one. Okay. Six tracks coming at you. You're two-thirds of the way through the game, but you still got some awesome levels and awesome music coming up. And they sounded a little something like this.
Alrighty, hello, hello, welcome back. That was your first six tracks off of disc three, and in case you're wondering, you heard the Werehog battle theme in its entirety. So that was kind of cool if you've never stopped to actually listen to that track. Uh, Adabat Night, intro to Jungle Joyride Night, and then Jungle Joyride Night. Adabat Day and Jungle Joyride Day. Uh, and we've got another 24 tracks left, but uh, we have some unfinished business from the first week here. It's time to dive a little more excuse me, into that uh, Sonic Unleashed trivia, which I have to pull up again because I lost. So let's pull that up and see if we can figure out where we left off. We've already covered the synopsis of the game, so let's just see what some of this trivia has to tell us. Uh, because there is a lot of it. Okay, let's see. I think this is where I stopped. Alright. Did you know that Sonic's model in the Xbox 360 and PS3 version of the game is made up of 19,887 visible polygons, or trees, spelled T-R-I-S, uh, or Tris, I, I don't know how it's pronounced, which made it the most high-definition model of Sonic until Sonic Forces. When booting up the PS3 version of the game, some of Sonic's sprites from Sonic the Hedgehog are used before the Sega model loads up. This happens again in Sonic Generations. Only on the PS3 version? Sad. The achievement, I Ain't Afraid of No Ghosts, is a reference to Ghostbusters theme song. I mean, clearly. This is the first Sonic game where Sonic can collect at least 1,000 or more rings in a stage, daytime, as other games' uh, ring cap limit is 999. Though it is the first 3D game to use the boost, it is actually the third game in the series to use it overall, following Sonic Rush and Sonic Rush Adventure. In the opening cinematic, a Dreamcast console can be spotted when Eggman pushes the button to fire the laser. It is seen again later when the Egg Dragoon is defeated. In the cutscene where Sonic loses his Werehog transformation, a Dreamcast can be seen to the left of Eggman. The Dreamcast also makes an appearance in the scene after the Egg Dragoon is defeated, when Eggman is seen attempting to command Dark Eye to destroy Sonic. The Dreamcast, along with a controller and a game case, with Dr. Eggman's 2D art for Sonic Rush as the cover, can be seen to the right of Eggman. Ain't that neat? Let's see, how many more points do I have? Uh, enough. I'll save some more for the next music break. So let's cue some up. Gotta stretch this out for another four breaks. Uh, that's not the right folder. I need this one. There we go. And let's see. Next up, a couple cutscenes. Uh, which are gonna go fast. This is going to be a shorter uh, a shorter break, but that'll keep things moving, I guess, and get some of these cutscenes out of the way. There are a lot of them in this disc. All right, next break. Stick around. Nine years in the making. This is the Strictly Sonic Show, only on Radio Sega.
You know, I, it, it occurs to me that I think I... Oh, wow, that's going to need some editing. I think I turned on the, uh, the wrong uh, hardware input. So if you didn't hear anything I was just saying, hi. <laughs> that's what I get for clicking the wrong button. I'm going to assume you didn't hear anything that I, I just said throughout that entire beat. And uh, will require some editing. Uh, sorry about that. Let me, um, let me go through that again. What I was trying to tell you was that that was another six tracks. Cutscene, Chips Change, Chips Memories, No Reason, Tornado Second Battle, Cutscene Eggman Land, and Eggman Land Entrance. And I also played Tornado Defense Second Battle again by accident, so I apologize about that if you noticed it and I didn't. Uh, trivia points. I'm going to read these couple trivia points I just read all over again. <laughs> Here we go. Sonic's model in the... No, wait, I already read that one. Hold on. Uh, Alright, here we are. In the PS3 and 360 versions of the game, in the nighttime Spagonia hub to the right in a small lane, a person in the shower can be heard whistling the theme from the teaser trailer. This is the first game in the main series to be known by a different name in Japan, where it goes by the name Sonic World Adventure. The next is Sonic Generations, which was given subtitles based on the consoles it was released on. Despite the divided opinions, this game t sold 2.45 million copies in a short period of time. It has since sold over 5 million copies as of 2012, making it one of the highest selling Sonic games of all time. This is the first Sonic game from the main console series since Sonic Adventure not to have Crush 40 perform the theme song. This is the first main series game not to feature Knuckles since Sonic 3, and the first console game to not feature Shadow since Sonic Adventure 2. It's worth noting that they were planned to appear in the game, but were later scrapped. I will leave more points for our next break, which I have just queued up. I spent some time talking about some of where these songs go. They're queued up, so next break, coming at you. Stick around.
All right, welcome back, everybody. That was your fourth break. You heard Eggman Land Day and Night. Three cutscenes, The Seventh Continent, Congratulations, and The Egg Dragoon, then versus The Egg Dragoon. Um, I think I'm going to call an audible here. There are 12 tracks left, and nine of them are cutscenes. They're all going to go pretty quick. So I think I'm just going to make this next break one giant one instead, and then we'll call the show. We're almost an hour in. So let's... uh, Spend the next however long it takes to get through the rest of this trivia. All right, here we go. Did you know there are some level segments that are not used in the game's final version, though they can still be accessed in the game, the Xbox 360 version, with glitches? These areas were later recycled as levels for the DLC Adventure Packs. A number of changes were also made in these areas, which can be seen by people not owning the DLC and using the Warehawks combo trick to access them. Jungle Joyride Act 1 Night. After the Gold Ring and Jungle Joyride's main night stage, there's a sealed door. By using the wall locking glitch, it's possible to cross through this door. There's a large unused empty chamber within, and if accessed from the ghost mission instead of the main level, the door will be open and there will be objects inside. There's a tree that can be knocked down and used as a bridge, floating platforms and switches that raise the water level. The platforms in the kill zone raise, but the room's unique water level puzzle is clearly unfinished as the water graphics remain in place. At the top of the room, there's a door. Beyond the door is an ornately detailed chamber containing the original goal ring. In Arid Sands Act 1 Night, after the goal ring in Arid Sands' main night stage, there's a sealed door. By jumping onto it from a well-positioned water barrel and using the uppercut, followed by the mid-air YYA combo, the player can fall into an unused canyon area. It's empty, but the player can open the sealed door from the other side. The player must bring water barrels to the bottom of the chasm, stack them, and perform an uppercut grab to go on. There is a huge chunk of the level which is empty. Inside it is, among other things, two pillars that the player can knock down, which don't appear elsewhere. Eventually, they will reach a pit which cannot be crossed through objects or crossed without objects to bridge the gap. Beyond it's a very a fairly large stretch of the level that leads up to the Gaia Temple. The nighttime levels of Sky, uh, Scramp, uh, excuse me, Skyscraper Scramper and du- uh, Dragon Road also contain such areas. The former also has a javelin-throwing gameplay gimmick for the Werehog, which was never finished entirely, and also, or and therefore does not function properly. This gameplay gimmick was never recycled for the area's corresponding Adventure Pack DLC either, and it was left unfinished, but it can be found in the mission called Play It Cool. Tails Amy and Professor Pickle do not seem to have been affected by Dark Gaia. The Professor even remarks that he knows his assistant is affected by Dark Gaia and that he must do something to help him. The manual incorrectly states that the triggers, or L2 and R2, are not used in the day stages, but they are used to perform Sonic Drift. It's also stated in the day stages section of the manual that if Sonic doesn't reach the goal within 10 minutes, he'll lose a life. This isn't true in the game itself, meaning the player can take as much time as needed to clear a day stage. This is a reference to the classic Sonic games and also Sonic 4, where the player has to finish each act within 10 minutes. Uh, let's see. One cutscene contains a reference to the ending of Sonic CD. The cutscene plays after the first exorcism of the game. During the cutscene, Sonic in his werehog form is seen carefully putting Amy on the ground after having saved her, with her eyes closed, and then quickly leaving by swinging across the buildings when she opens the buildings when she opens her eyes and turns to look at him. Much like how, in the ending of Sonic CD, he put Amy on the ground, and then while her eyes were still closed, he carefully backed away and then ran off just as she opened her eyes. In the 360 version, after Perfect Dark Gaia is defeated and the Earth is returning to normal, Chip says, Sonic, you must live. 
while the subtitles say Sonic, you have to live. This is the only Sonic game where Sonic never loses the Chaos Emeralds throughout the game. On the official website, the rating in the trailer showed is E10+, but the audio is E for Everyone. E for, is the E for Everyone rating clip. In the Wii and PS2 version, the player can access a spin dash move by either pushing the boost button at the right times during takeoff and day stages, boosting shortly before or after running onto a dash panel, or boosting in certain areas, such as right before a loop. In the Android and iOS versions of Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing, there is a mission called Sonic Unleashed, where the player places Sonic to destroy wolf-like robots, referencing Sonic's Werehog form. In the 360 and PS3 version, there are two achievements named after songs from the British band The Beatles. This is a f the final main series Sonic game on the PS2, as well as the last Sonic game to be released on a 6th generation console. This is the second game to have a different level entrance screen than the rest of the Sonic games. The first was Sonic Adventure. In the demo version of Unleashed on the 360, the game will read Sonic World Adventure, the Japanese title, and list the Japanese URL. In the Wii PS2 version of the game, the day-night times in the cities were a point-and-click static map which included, included the Gaia Temple which was the exploration world and level select with its own level music. However, in the HD version, this was removed to bring the hub worlds in. You probably already knew that. For some reason, when Eggman split the earth open, none of the oceans and water fell into the core. Physics be damned. Dr. Eggman's artwork for this game has the same pose as his artwork in Sonic Channel. If the player looks around Bonnie's kitchen in Empire City Hub closely enough, there is a magazine named World Treasure on the cover uh, on the cover that appears to be Shamar. During nighttime stages in the Wii PS2 version, when Sonic picks up a box, the box's shadow won't show up, but Sonic's shadow will continue to show. The SD version of Sonic Unleashed notably has more blood than the HD versions, as shown in multiple instances other than Dark Eye's transformation listed above. During the fight with Dark Moray, green blood sprays out of the monster every time one of his warts is destroyed. During the running sections of the Dark Gaia fight, droplets of green blood fly into the air after Sonic attacks one of his eyes. The trophy achievement, Pig in a Blanket, is a reference to a traditional European snack of the same name, consisting of, of sausage wrapped in bacon. In a cutscene, A New Journey, when Sonic looks around after the fall, if one looks at Chaos Emerald in the shot, they will see the purple emerald still has its color. As of December 2009, Sonic Unleashed was labeled an Xbox 360 Platinum hit and has the 360 Family Games label after selling over 3 million copies. It was labeled as a 360 Classics title in PAL regions, although Sonic Unleashed did not sell well enough to become a PS3 Greatest Hits title in the NTSC region. It sold enough copies in the PAL region to become a PS3 Essentials title. The daytime levels for Savannah Citadel has a similar me melody to the opening of the end credits melody for Sonic 8-Bit. This game has a few things in common with The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Both of the main characters turn into a wolf-like be wolf -like being in numerous points in their respective game. Link becomes a wolf on these in the Twilight Realm and Sonic becomes a werehog at night. Both characters were accompanied by supporting character, Midnight for Link and Chip for Sonic. Both games have a character who suffered amnesia, Lila and Chip. Both games have a major antagonist alongside the series' overall antagonist, Zant and Ganondorf for Zelda and Dark Gaia and Eggman for Sonic Unleashed. And that is all for trivia. Ah, 
tracks up. I think I left off on this one. Yep. Okay. So here we go. Here, hold on. Uh, let's see, Hour of Awakening. Uh, do, 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 do. That goes there. There. Okay, last 12 tracks are cued. Stick around, we'll talk what's coming up next afterward. You're listening to the Strictly Sonic Show.
somber tune to round out the third disc. That's it, folks. That is the Sonic Unleashed OST in its entirety, and I hope you really enjoyed it. Some interesting tunes this round. A lot of really fun ones in the past three weeks. So let's talk briefly about what's coming up. So uh, I I regret to inform you that I made a clerical error when uh, getting the show ready. There was one more... Uh, Sonic game out of 2008 that was incorrectly listed as 2009 and that might be because that might be when the soundtrack was released and uh, it's not great it came out before Sonic Unleashed apparently and I missed it Uh, so we're going to have to go back in time a little bit next episode and play that one and I regret to inform you that it is Sonic Chronicles The Dark Brotherhood Uh, that is absolutely not going to be fun But it is a very short OST, so (laughs) please be there, if not only to to ease my suffering. Uh, So, yeah, that's going to be it then. Uh, I think there's only... Oh, well, this says 24 items. These are numbered weird. 24 tracks, whatever. We'll we'll figure that out when we get there. I'd like you to note there will not be an episode next week. I will be out of town. I will not be doing the show next week. So if you come here looking for a show... They're not going to be one, so just be aware of that. Uh, but the next episode, two weeks from now, will be Sonic Chronicles, The Dark Brotherhood, and that's all she wrote. That's going to be it for me, and I will give everybody back their day. So until then, thank you all for watching, or for listening. Uh, until next episode, I've been your host, that dude with the Chaos Emerald CD Rom 1019, saying to you good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, goodbye, wherever the hell you are on Earth, make it a freaking good one. I will see you two weeks from now, so take care. Bye-bye!